0: On me. Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Stay Close. This is episode six, I believe. We have two more episodes to go. This one was written by Danny Brocklewurst and Charlotte Coben. Directed by Lenny Heyman. I gave it an 8.2 out of 10 mainly because Kaylee is the most frustrating teen to watch and Michael is also the most frustrating senior citizen to also watch as he plays footsie with lorraine and it's just it's dragging everything down i mean cassie is really good at lying but how far does she think she's going to be able to play this but on the other hand there were some interesting developments such as how we begin the episode which is 19 years ago a police raid and a chase where that big ass motherfucker really thought he was gonna get away with that frame warding off policemen with a spatula until he was tackled i'm going to jail i don't know why people choose to add time thinking they're gonna get away you don't look like you know parkour so i would have just went ahead and said what can i do for you officers and went in with some dignity This whole opening sequence was so unexpected I thought I clicked on the wrong show so I had to double check three times. In jail he found religion where most people do because that's the only thing to do besides join a hate group or a gang. Broom is trying to play a house with a reluctant Lorraine. Cassie this very morning uh pays attention to what's going on in her or doesn't pay attention barely pays attention to what's going on in her house as that brat of a child of hers kaylee really asking her mom to override her father's decision to not allow her to get her phone if she doesn't do her chores and she blatantly gonna say you know i never do my chores oh jesus let me kill this nigga i feel like cassie and dave need couples counseling because i've yet to see where they've been in love <laughs> i don't know how they got to this point where they're engaged maybe they're just at a rough spot maybe but man the chemistry between both is pretty damn frigid she can't even be bothered to come up out of her her uh ruminations to Catch up with the conversation even though she can yell out no swearing when her mom goes to do whatever the fuck she wants because she's an adult wannabe one decides that she's going to follow her and goes on to her her uh why would she look it up though on a small like why wouldn't you just look it up on your phone as you go to that direction why would you look on your ipad but she realizes she's going to weak signal bar broom confronts sarah which is stewart's widow about breaking into her basement and finding the money stashed there she flutters like a chicken with her head cut off instead of yelling at him about breaking into her home and searching through her basement under the pretense That we were some type of item or going out on a date. But alas, she does not do that. She explains one day that the money just showed up. And she needed it more than she needed answers. And spent some and is hiding the rest for a rainy day. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. While I can comprehend her greed. Especially as she says, you know, I got multiple children. The mortgage was due things just don't fall out of the sky you know nobody just forgets that much cash and will likely come looking for it i.e possibly the man in jail jamal but he didn't mention anything about any cash so that's still a mystery she wants to keep this between them like that time they was fucking you ain't gonna do shit that's why you don't shit where you work because that was very subtle blackmail right there like you ain't gonna bring this up because you don't want me to bring up what also would be interesting to your superiors how is it she doesn't believe stewart would leave his kids but also doesn't think that he would leave money to take care of them which is it erin proves she actually knows her job and how to swipe a key card and did her due diligence on Cassie, finds out that she's Megan, she has three children and a fiance. And it's a little weird that someone would change their name even though is it legally changed? How much effort did she really put into this shit? Cause it doesn't seem like much when all it takes is an hour across town, if that, probably 20 minutes across the bridge and there's your old life um so she is already on her radar which leads to the end of the episode uh she also calls him out on the fact that he's just taken her word that she thinks Stewart is back and isn't it odd that you are sleeping with yet another person connected to him in lorraine instead of his wife creeper Oh man. I feel as if that should be a huge conflict of interest you should be encouraging him to step away from instead of getting tidbits like this is high school and you're discussing your latest crushes. There is no evidence and until there is, she tells him to stop remarking at the whiteboard. Yeah. Clearly I meant whiteboard. Everything out of my mouth wants to come out in a twang, and I don't know why but basically you can't keep saying it's all connected when there's no proof it's all connected i'm really pissed he has to be coaxed into doing his job i'm not asking civilians for help bitch you just did What, what did you think harry was secondly you don't get to run like if you are in charge of something then you get to express your opinion you're not you work here as an employee shut the fuck up cassie goes to see fester who isn't keen to help the harlot that broke his boy's heart and opening that wound means he is complicit and has to put that shit back together but she implores that it's important even though it didn't seem really that important at all and they set a place to meet with her nosy ass daughter and friend b with nothing better to do than follow her around Broome can't control his annoyance at any point during the day except when Lorraine calls. And I'm pissed that Priya wasn't given credit for doing a better job at policing than either of them. Because she has all of the photos from the Viper room from many years past. She got all of the missing people up on the wall. Even one person they missed. And yet I did not get to hear him at all or at least her be snarky and throw it in his face that's just terrible but they realize all the men died at carnival except one guy who is our black dude in jail jamal who is charged with killing him Cass meets ray in a head that's a little weird and it's their special place according to the flashbacks and that horrible ass blonde wig and despite her protest she still got a thing for him because he's like why are we here even though you're telling me you're married oh i'm engaged but i'm gonna hide my wedding ring because i really don't want to be our engagement ring and then she just stares at him like i didn't want to leave but i had to the two kiss kaylee how did you see anything with the fact that you were walking up behind them and all you saw was them standing apart from each other you could have done a much better job one of lying to your child but i would never have let that bitch be that disrespectful to me talking about did you fuck him no tape around his body it's a fucking It's time to say goodbye. She gonna to call the dad. I would have been like, you know what? Let's go ahead and go there together. And while we're there on the way, I'm gonna talk to you about what's about to happen to your life. Because whatever happens next between you and your dad, you still are about to be in the biggest dog fucking house. Like, imagine your life now kissy goodbye because that is about to be the dark hole in which your existence is about to about to reside in so i mean i don't know why you you uh pushing up on me like you don't have much more to lose in this fight than i ever will i don't fucking like your ass anyway you can go ahead and live with your daddy zane was stabbed multiple times after a fight with jamal he was the only suspect since his bloody t-shirt and the murder weapon was found in his garage and due to them being sexual rivals and the fact that his phone was in the area and he had no alibi it seemed like a rather open and shut case lorraine and bloom are flirty disgusting the multiple times that I had Aaron with the flirty look and him walking away just to say I'm busy. It was so not necessary. Jamal is in the hospital dying of, what did he say? Um, some disease. <laughs> I really forgot what it was. Um, I, It should have been diabetes, but sickle cell anemia. There we go and he's asked about zane and stewart because that's all michael actually cares about despite the dead guy and the other men that are missing jamal claims to have been framed and considering the thin evidence though convincing circumstantial evidence plus she ran motherfucker and that's never good he got 25 years so he doesn't dispute they had beef but he can't and his lawyer apparently didn't do a good job to explain how is it that he had blood on his shirt but not on his jeans even though that could be very easily explained with he got rid of the jeans but then why would you not get rid of the bloody knife in the shirt but criminals also do stupid things so i can see with all that circumstantial evidence you being the most likely suspect he believes it was planted by the police. They think Jamal could be telling the truth, and he could be. We don't know how far Gordy goes back in his criminal actions. Dave looks hella annoyed Megan is late once again. Oh, Lord. Again. A fucking again. Nothing new, nothing changed, same old shit, same old fucking shit he told her that morning this day was special and please out of all days just be on time and she's not on time (laughs) that's exactly what my brother-in-law told my sister like can you just just make sure she's on time and i love her but goddamn she don't know time management all she can think about is her ex and how good it was to kiss him and i'm pretty sure that's why she never shows up on time (laughs) i wouldn't be listening to that preacher either and despite the fact that kaylee is threatening to tell all she's like but he was so yummy she's able to get dave not to contact kaylee saying she left her phone okay i was just lying i just want you to go to your stag party and don't worry about anything i'll handle kaylee he looks sus at her explanation he looks sus at the fact that she said she was at work knowing damn well he probably called her job and they said she wasn't there but since he's holding his own secrets by staring at a pair of gloves to remind us all he did stuff and things he doesn't bring it up Aaron and Michael are at the scene of Harry's murder which only they apparently can spot that it was an actual murder with Cassie leaving frantic voicemails and Aaron feeling this is all coincidental with that chick I don't blame them for going to her house and being like yeah we need to come down to the station and make things a little official Did that actor just want to be a dead body because he looked entirely like they just put wax on him? Ray contemplates his two decade year old crush. Uh, Well, I guess they were engaged, but I still don't, I also don't buy this relationship. It doesn't feel like it was more than a few months old for you to still be carrying a torch for 17 years the love of your life i'm like i think y'all was together for like three months uh he gets run up on by guys pregnant girlfriend simona and his former staff sergeant with a shotgun and he explains okay look guy was with another woman he's not cheating on you even though they're not telling you things this is what it is uh and he was just being a drunk dude he leaves out that he kicked his ass for it simona says hot women can't be trusted as ray interprets her daughter catching them as cassie walking away like he was nothing like no she walked away clearly she had more to say you could try to have another conversation with her to get some closure i agree you need to move the fuck on i was glad he took those photos down and put them in the trash but at the same time it's not like she, well, if you felt discarded, it would have been at that moment she said, I'm engaged. What are you saying? Said there's another look right in my eyes. My first love broke my heart for the first time. Never caused her to run away for 17 years. She clearly wasn't thinking only about him. She had kids. She moved on. Michael tells Cassie Harry is dead when he shows up at her place and tells her that she has to go down to the station. Not Sarah, though. You know, not Sarah. That whole thing. Oh no. Ken and Barbie are there, sit by that bitch of a captain. But then why did he reach out to the help people i don't know what his aim is i doubt he's the killer because they did make a connection that these are all abusive men or who knows maybe he got some backstory we ain't gonna know until episode eight we only got two more to go but i felt that that uh ray was warranted a lot more words out of her mouth than he got so i would have expected him to be a lot angrier instead of all this mopey man child he's doing but barbie says she hates domestic life and just wants them no kids no puppies nothing that is cute and cuddly they invade the home b tells kaylee after dropping her off not to slut shame her mom and is caught by a smiling weirdo and i was not at all dissatisfied or displeased i was like yeah put a knife to this bitch's throat maybe that will give her the wake-up call she needs you need to settle down and mind your business okay i could understand if dave was like her dad and cassie was her stepfather which is what i thought or stepmother which is what i thought the situation was but no that's her daughter and i don't understand that is the conclusion of our episode if you want to send feedback like at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic